This is really about being free to create what you want your life to look like. We each are our own hero. And how do we take the challenges that come our way and see those as the birth process of us becoming heroic? Can you meet that judgment that ultimately will surface with neutrality? This is the Wall Street Coach Podcast with Kim Ann Curtin. Welcome back, everybody, to the Wall Street Coach Podcast. Today is going to be a wonderful day because we have two really, really smart men, in addition to Lucas, the smart man that's always here, uh, Benito Segovia and Ricky Analog. And I'm very uh, pleased to have them both here. First, I'm going to just give a little bit of props to Benito because he and I now know each other almost a year. Is it yeah. over a year? Yeah. It's a long time. June. June was the first time. Benito and Adriano of True Trader uh, reached out to me back in yep, last June. And I, I have to be honest, when I first got the email from Adriano, I wasn't sure if it was legit because he was just, he, I just thought this person sounds too nice <laughs> and, and, and sincere. And, and that's how I roll, but there's not a lot of people like that out there. And, uh, and then I got to meet you, Benito, and we, I don't know, we just hit it off right from the get-go. So who is Benito? Benito is, is basically, you know, helping to run everything at True Trader. Adriano uh, is, you know, just a genius of on many levels, and that's why he's smart enough uh, to have found Benito. I love how you and Adriano met, so we might have to talk about that a little <laughs> bit as well, because that is a pretty <laughs> magical story. Yeah. Uh, so, so Benito is uh, known at True Trader Admin on the True Trader platform. He has a vast skill set as an entrepreneur, as a programmer, and as a trader. Um, and Ricky, of course, is one of the teachers on the True Trader platform. And Ricky has so much in his background, but the little bit I can tell you about him is that he's got a background, really significant background in equities. And he also has some great content on YouTube under SEC filings that I highly recommend. Uh, but there's more to both of you gentlemen. So Benito, we'll start with you. Tell us, uh, what, do, what didn't I speak to in your bio? Uh, I mean, you pretty you pretty much nailed it. I'm just I'm just the guy, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're right. Um, you know, Ad, Adriano. I don't I don't think he's very well known. He's he's over on Twitter as as Titus, and so people I think know him under under Titus. But yeah, he he did a um, a really cool thing by bringing um, you know our team together uh, for this. Thing we're doing called True Trader, which is just to try to help people um, learn how to trade stocks and, and options in a safe, consistent, and uh, self-sustained way. So you know, our success is when you know members say goodbye and can do this themselves. They stick around because it's fun, but they don't have to. And um, you know, Ricky's a big part of that, and the Goose and others like that. Um, as far as as myself, yeah, I mean, you you kind of got it. I'm. Um, um, I'm a developer uh, and an entrepreneur, and uh, so you know I I don't have a ton of trading experience. I've been doing it for about uh, you know a year and a half, two years now, coming up on two years. So I'm still baby fresh, and so I don't pretend to be a pro at this at all. But um, you know one of the things that really has captured um, you know this particular project has captured my attention and my heart 
is what it's doing for um, people. And that's yeah. always kind of been a goal of mine is to try to try to help people um, as best as best you can, either you bring them from zero to one or, you know, one, one to two or, and all that kind yeah. of thing. So we get, I get a nice opportunity to do that. And I think you mentioned, you mentioned once, Kim, you used the word nourishing. Um, and I think that's, that's really been a word that stuck with me um, after mm-hmm. you said it. Cause I'm like, yeah, like this is just so, it's so much better. Like this yeah. is so nice. What's yeah. happening for people in this and, uh, and I want you to speak to Ricky about your background, but I just want to speak to one thing you just said, Benito, about the environment. The word you didn't include about the environment of True Trader is encouraging. Like it is such an incredibly supportive uh, place where people really have each other's backs. And it's really remarkable community you've put together, you and Adriana. So I'm just so impressed. Yeah, really impressed with that. So Ricky, I described you a tiny bit. Tell us, tell us more. And thank you for the shout out to Hawaii with your Aloha hat today. Shaka. Yeah, so um, I've been trading eight years, which is why my face hasn't aged quite as well as Benito's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what you said, I have a YouTube channel where I teach people base, the basics of tearing into these SEC filings on um, what we quote unquote call turds or you know crappy companies that are usually small caps and have basically a landmine filled with uh red flags so you can you that, can curse here ricky just by the way we <laughs> I, try I, not I to, but. sat next to a trading desk for a long time so i have to say i can't really hold back sometimes the cursing you don't have to but i'm just letting you know it's a it's a curse curse no, allowed for zone no, yeah. <laughs> yeah so in like um I think I kind of have that uh, that tag placed on me, which is like this small cap kind of trader. But I think what a, a lot of people might not know is that I trade very heavily in the large caps and the mid caps too. Um, I just don't have a YouTube channel for that stuff. And, yeah. Uh, Twitter, which is where I kind of, is like, I guess my stomping grounds for posting all that kind of stuff is where uh, a lot of people know me from. And so they probably know me from all the small cap stuff there as well. Yeah. But um, yeah. at True Trader, you know, we focus more towards, I would say, the large caps and mid caps um, and teaching traders uh, a pretty unique strategy. Uh, something that, you know, I've been trading eight years and been around the block and seen a lot of different strategies. Uh, this one is definitely unique. Um, and, uh, you know, you spoke to Adriano, I think the one thing I think that when I think of him is the word genuine. Um, and that kind of has been passed down throughout the culture of true trader, which is a bunch of people that are trying to live up to what the the bar he set. Right. So probably one of the most genuine individuals ever. And, uh, like, like Benito said, you know, on, on Twitter, he's Titus. So not a lot, there might be like this disconnect, but there's quite a few people, believe it or not, who, who do know who Titus is. And, the yeah. people who need to know know, and uh, yeah. they will tell you he's a beast. So yeah, for sure, for sure. His his level of self awareness and his level of humility uh, for the journey and what it costs and and what it takes out of somebody and what one has to bring by way of heart and discipline is just you know I mean he he's lived the hero's journey I think many times over and that's what I could pick up in his voice you know from the beginning conversation I had with him, I was like, whoa, this guy has got gravitas. He's got gravitas, not just <laughs> yeah. because of what he's done, 
as a traitor, but just because of what he's done as a human being on the journey called life, you know? Yeah, special person, special person. So Benito, tell us like what ultimately True Traitor is about for those who have never heard of it. Uh, give them just a good sense that they could measure, wait, is that, is that a place for me? What, what would you say they would need to know? Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a place for people who want to work at it. That's the first thing I would say, right? So there's lots of like signal place, signal rooms and you know, other stuff like that. That's not really what we're interested in help uh, like doing. Uh, uh, although that happens, um, our, our main focus and mission is pretty straightforward. You know, if you do the work, become self-sufficient. That's our success, right? Your success is our success kind of thing. Um, and so for people who, who haven't, you know, done that yet, this is a, a place to adopt a new career or begin to be, you know, begin a new career uh, in trading. And so that's what we try to build our services around and our, the different things that we do, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's uh, the, the uh, sort of educational content that we do or the, the different webinars that we do. Uh, we do a lot of like Zoom meetings like this, where it's like open back and forth. We encourage cameras and uh, people to get unmuted and get, you know, just connect and talk about what it is that's struggling with them. And, um, you know, so it's, it's sort of a holistic approach to trading. It's one of the reasons we decided to go with the name True Trader is because there's so many aspects to it. It's not just the technical and it's the, the psychological, the, the mental, which is, you know, kind of what we've, you're helping us with on that side of things, right? Um, it's the risk management. Ricky's a big part of that. You know, he's, mm. he's really leading the charge and making sure people can stay safe with tons of content. So, um, you know, that's, that's it. And I think the word, you know, genuine comes into play because as you guys were saying, Adriano has, Adriano has surrounded himself with people who really care. They really, really care. He doesn't suffer fools. Uh, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll dump bad actors really fast. He has zero patience for that. But if you're genuine and you really are trying to help, you're, you become part of the team. And it's just been an incredible um, sort of evolution um, who we are blessed to be kind of working with, you know, yeah. on top of all yeah. this. It's, yeah. it's been really cool. It's, it's got to be. It's just, I think, just in our world to find really authentic people who care so much, it's just refreshing to have them all under one roof. So... Yeah, it's, it's, you know, but like does draw like, that's what I think. So uh, oftentimes, you know, if you kind of resonate at that level, you're that kind of a lighthouse, you're going to draw those that are the lighthouses to you, for sure. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. The, the stories that are coming, you know, coming out of, you know, the room and as we get to know people, it's been, um, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's rocked my world in, in many ways, you know, I mean, you, yeah. you, you have people going through life events and having to, you know, navigate this. I mean, today, just today, we had a um, in in the lunchroom, Ricky, uh, over on um, Goose's thing. You know, two two people came out and said they had been laid off last year, and one of them just went through a big divorce, and the one lost his wife. You know, so like life happens to people, and then they're trying to do this really hard thing on top of it. You know, whether they're learning or they're kind of in midstream. And so like, uh, and, and that happens, these things happen to people, right? Yeah. What's, what's really encouraging is how the, the culture of, of 
what we've what we're doing here the the members themselves come out in such yeah. strong support there's such a tight tight yeah. family like community that you know they come out and help each other with it's um you know forget true trader forget trading i mean just from like a human feature story you know yeah. sitting back watching like these human beings be amazing to each other it's really part of encouraging each other in this world you know <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool to see yeah, because the, the news and the media would have us believe that everybody's, you know, out for themselves. And then, you know, you don't even think that humanity has this good streak. But I think True Trader constantly proves that concept wrong, that, that people are out for themselves. <clears throat> because even my experience in the room and the way other people show instant support to anybody who's vulnerable, anybody who's honest about a challenge they're having, it's just palpable. So yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty amazing quality. And Ricky, if you were to speak and introduce, like how do you describe True Trader to people that ask you about it and they don't know about it, what do you have to say about it when you tell people why they should be here? Um, a number of reasons, like one, because it's not an alert service, uh, so we started what in late 2019, I think, Benito. Mm -hmm. um, and it really was a, a unique timing situation because right afterwards we went into COVID. And so many new faces came to the market looking for solutions to problems. And yeah. as most of you know, like that's not what the stock market's for. In yeah. fact, it usually exacerbates them. So, you know, we actually had a really big influx of new members pretty early on in True Traders' journey. And what our whole thing became was like taking a bunch of people who were, I mean, granted, we do have a core community of very experienced traders as well, but we did have a ton of members that were very green. Like they, yeah. not and not from the PNL. I mean, like yeah. very yeah. new. <laughs> and so like it really became a focus of, protection first and that's obviously what Benito was speaking to is like risk management was one of our main focuses and it's tough because you can tell somebody not to touch a hot stove a hundred times some people have to touch a hot stove yeah and you know that was also part of where the culture came in of being so supportive because it is one of the toughest jobs you can have I mean it's honestly yeah you have to really like that about it because and, and I do, you know, it's, it's the most challenging thing I've ever done. And that is the reason I love trading. The reason I love the markets. It's just, there's never a day that's boring. You're never not learning something. So like compound that with the fact you have a bunch of new people and they're uh, usually newer traders. The last thing they learn is risk management. And they're usually taught it through hard lessons as opposed to being taught the proper way to do it right from the get go. Yeah. Um, so we our whole thing became... Our whole thing became like, well, look, we have this strategy and if you stick to it and you're, you show discipline and that's another thing we hammer upon is discipline, yeah. right? Sticking yeah. to uh, your plan and trading the plan, not deviating. Um, we, we kind of have this like thing where it's like, look, here, we're giving you this strategy and we'll teach it to you and we'll teach you everything we know. Um, and you just need to put in the work and we're going to get you there. And so that's what true trader really is. It's like, we're making a promise to you that we will do everything in our power to get you there if, you, yeah. if you're willing to commit and put in the work. And we have the strategy and we have everything there, all the tools and support for you. Uh, that's what I would say true trade is. Yeah. 
Well, do you guys have a rough estimate on the ETA that somebody can expect to be in True Trader? And I get that it's different for everybody depending on how committed they are, but what's a what's a good ballpark estimate just for somebody who's listening who's like, hmm, how long would I be committed to them for? I want to be very clear when I say this. It's really going to come down to how disciplined the person can be because there's people that could come in and we can teach them basically the fundamentals of what we do, which takes no time at all, a week, and then maybe put in another week or two of like really studying it. But after that point, I can teach you all the little nuances and all the little nuggets of wisdom that I've accumulated over the years. But it comes down to, are you a disciplined person? Because Mm -hmm. that's where true uh, progress comes from, is the ability, because obviously here's what happens is, newer traders come in, they get a few wins under their belt and they go, man, this is great. It's working so awesome. And then the second a trade doesn't work for them, they want to be stubborn about it. And instead of like cutting it where they know they should, they're just adding to it. And it gets, it basically snowballs out of control. And it's more about, you have to remain disciplined. You have to stick to that original plan and have that rock solid risk management. So it's tough to answer that question because it's going to be very, individualized there's some people i've seen come in and they get it within like a month there's other people that have been with us probably four five six months and they're, they're reaching out to us telling us like here's what i'm struggling with and yeah one of the things if, if anybody's listening to this and you are in our room one of the things that amazes me is when somebody tells me they've been struggling and it's the first time i'm hearing about it and they're like, oh, i've been struggling for like two months and like you should have said something two months ago we're here for you that's what yes our yes. problem is, right so, yep but I think the culture probably outside of your room uh, with a lot of different places, certainly places like as huge as Twitter, it, if anything, you're made to feel ashamed because you think you're the only one because you see all these ballers out there or people who are, let's call them what they are, liars, <laughs> saying that it's so easy, saying that this shit is like, oh, look what I created. But they never show you when they have a bad day. They never show you their red days. There are those who do, but the majority don't. And I bet you that's part of why people don't tell you guys right away because they're embarrassed and ashamed Yeah. because they think they might be the only one and, and nobody likes to be the only one, the odd man out, but they're not the odd man out, but that's what it feels like probably. You're, you're probably spot on with that. You know, so the key here is like, you know, don't believe the hype because all the people that are hyping themselves up, if they are never telling you about the days when they're crying on the kitchen floor, they are not telling you the truth because everybody has those days where you're crying. We've the never floor. done is you'll never see us post in PNLs. Like that we're not trying to attract that type of trader. And you know, yeah. especially in 2020, that was what yeah. everyone was chasing shiny objects, right? Definitely. And that's why stocks ran the way they did everybody wanted to chase the next hot thing and so like we weren't about that we want traders that want to actually learn the craft not just you know yeah how did you get into it ricky um i started out uh i have a business with a business partner that allowed me to have passive income with that which it was always something i was super interested in uh i read a lot of books on stuff like value investing and like mostly like longer term stuff and it was funny because my initial entry into the markets was like the first pot stock boom back in like 2013 late 2012 i think and uh i ended up like following people on twitter and buying up a bunch of like penny stocks that 
crushed. I blew up uh, my, me and my business partner had a, a joint account and I had a personal account. I blew them both up in a few months. Oh, and it was no. like, I'm the type of person when like, if something like that happens to me, <laughs> there's no way I'm like calling it quits and walking away. Like I'm like, no, I gotta figure this out. So that was, that was my challenge. Interview. You like challenge is what I'm hearing. I do. And that's why, like I said, like, that's why the yeah. market is my, my uh, addiction almost. And not in a negative way, just like, I honestly, it's not just the market. I love doing hard stuff. Like you'll always see me at the gym. Like I, I'm a skateboarder. Like, and it, I think that might've been something ingrained in me from a young age with skateboarding is like, if you eat yeah. shit on a trick, you don't just go home. You like nope. dust off and try again, right? Like, wow, that's so true. That's such a great, you know, it, it's part of the lesson of skateboarding right and even surfing right you have to just get back up on that board get back up on either way and if you do have that probably as a young person you get used to the failure you get used to the bruises and the cuts and the you know when well, i have kids demoralization. Now, and like my kids my kids hear me say it all the time i always tell them if it's easy it's not worth doing so like oh, wow. my daughter will she my oldest one is has certain subjects she doesn't like in school or you know, or something that she's just struggling with. And I'm like, listen, it's worth doing because it's hard. If, yeah. if it was easy, yeah. then there's no real joy or fulfillment from accomplishing it. It's not even much of an accomplishment. Yeah. I, it's funny. I just had a conversation with my colleague, Stephen Johnson from the Steady Trade podcast. And we were talking about is discipline, you know, made born? are you born with discipline or do you develop discipline? What do, what do you think, Ricky? Um, I would like to lean towards you develop it. Um, and I think it's a lot of it is how you're raised too. like, I think, uh, I was taught it. Um, I don't think I was maybe born with some, I don't know. Uh, but I would definitely say my environment was what pushed me into that direction. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you've started to, you, you blew up these accounts and then I interrupted and diverted the conversation. So take us back. You blew up oh, these accounts yeah, and, then and then what happened? You want us to get it back. Tell us more yeah. about your abject failures. Yeah, I mean, I just, <laughs> just started doing, putting in the work. I, I literally yeah. tore down everything I thought I knew and started from scratch. And Wow. Wow. You know, I learned all the market structures, things like that. I had no clue about things as simple as just like realizing that you can short a stock. And I was like, well, well I'm really good at knowing when they go down. I just accidentally <laughs> hit the wrong button and buy it. So once I, to be honest with you, actually, when I learned how to short stocks, I got profitable pretty quickly, but I didn't have the, the cornerstone piece, which was risk management. So like, yeah. I thought I was crushing it and then yeah. Yeah. like a rogue wave comes and hits you. And next thing you know, you're shorting something that you shouldn't be short. So it, it didn't blow me up the, the second time, but it was a, it was a big enough hit that I knew I needed to pump the brakes and th there was something that was still missing and that was risk management. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is and, and with the people like, you know, let's just say on Twitter, those that reach out to you, uh, do you do you have that reputation of being an advocate for risk management? Is that part of you know your mo all the time? Um, I don't think I talk too much about it on Twitter. If you ask the room, if you ask True Fair, they would say so. Um, Twitter is yeah. more like a sandbox. I'm yeah. just, I post stupid pictures and that's and like yeah, I totally. used to post a lot of like stuff that I would dig up on 
these turds, right? So like I used to yeah. post a lot of like the research type stuff and then 2020 happened and like fundamentals, like the filings didn't matter. So like that took a backseat. True yeah. Trader was kind of introduced and we focused on that. Um, yeah. And so like I actually, I just recently started posting charts again, not, I stopped doing it cause I just didn't think there was like any ROI, like people didn't care. And I, it takes a little bit of my, my time after yeah. the market closes and I have kids and stuff. So like for if, sure, if it wasn't any point in doing it, I was like, I have to spend that time with my kids. But I just yeah. out of, you know, curiosity, wanted to have a little fun and start posting them again. So I've been doing it. I mean, it doesn't take that much time. And that's, uh, awesome. that's what I, that's kind of how I use Twitter. Um, yeah. 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 I think everybody has a different way of using it. Some people use it for ideas, like how yeah. like trade ideas. Some people might not be in rooms and they're like, well, that's the only uh, communication I have in this boring, lonely job. Not boring, but very lonely, right? Yeah. And um, it's repetitive. It's repetitive. And that's where the, you know, I think it can be incredibly unboring if you immerse yourself in the materials. But if you if you don't like it, it's repetitive so you can i think sometimes get bored because you do have to constantly do repeat things every day in and out if you like to or not and uh i think that can get boring and redundant but unfortunately it's the way this game works so <laughs> you're gonna have to be okay with redundant and boring most likely sometimes. if you find yourself bored and taking trades uh you shouldn't be yeah, <laughs> probably true away. go probably go, for a true. Walk. Go, go work out or something all right, well, I'm going to prepare you now towards the end of this uh, interview. We're going to talk about like your top two or three most important critical things to get across the traders. So you can brainstorm a little bit on that, both of you. But Benito, I want you to tell us how trading even began for you and then how you got introduced uh, to Adriano, how you guys had that kismet meeting in a coffee shop, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you got it right. Uh, I mean, trading for me started with crypto of all things. So, wow. um, uh, I have to be perfectly honest with you. I had several opportunities to begin trading and getting into the markets. I'm a pretty analytical person. Uh, I consider myself a hard worker. I grew up at a family of, of entrepreneurs, restaurant owners. And mm -hmm. so, you know, it's 6am to 2am every single day right, was like our lives. And, and, and so I'm, I've never been afraid of hard work. Um, but um, I've always avoided trading in general, because the few people that I met who were doing it were total character fire, you know, they were just just horrible, they were dumpster fires of, of a person. And so I got it into my head that if you become fabulously wealthy or successful, then something messes with you and you become a bad person, right? Somehow. And uh, so I avoided it completely because this, this is a mortal world we live. We're not gonna be here the whole time and I'd like to think that I did good by my life. And so I just, you know, so it's easier to avoid those kinds of things. I, I guess something happens, I don't wanna be part of that. So I avoided it. Um, and so um, anyway, being a technical person, you asked about how I got into trading in the first place. Yeah. I started trading um, cryptocurrencies was where things started for me. And I know Ricky has his own opinion on the land of crypto being a technical person of, um, I find it really interesting, uh, technically speaking. So trading was my way of 
doing this. Let me acquire as many of these things as I can, whether through mining operations, mm -hmm. uh, through trading, anything like that, without spending any money on it. Right? <laughs> that's what that's what was like in my head. I was like, all right, like here I'll buy you know two hundred bucks worth. I had I think I had like four Bitcoin or five Bitcoin or something like that, you know, and I was just like, and then I'll just like trade it. And my whole goal will be just to like make more of it through mm -hmm. magic that <laughs> buttons and, you know, so you start like figuring things in like those lines and charts and, you know, and anybody who's gone down that journey probably, probably knows what I'm talking about. So that's what I was doing when I met Adriano. I was, you know, I was, I, I was running a business and I was, um, I had rented a spot. Uh, in the back of this this coffee shop, they they happen to have like co working spaces. I just moved back from Texas to to Georgia. <sighs> Had two kids. I didn't have another bedroom to uh, be in an office, so I, so I rented a co working space. Had my laptop. I decided to go out to the dining room that day, uh, and uh, and just and just eat some lunch and see if I can keep growing my Bitcoin stacks, right? In different cryptocurrencies, and uh, I get this tap on the shoulder. And it's this, like, I don't know, <laughs> this, uh, this, like, tanned, really built, you know, guy with an accent. He turned out to be Adriano, who's, like, uh, Italian, um, Italian Brazilian, right? So it's hard to describe. You have to kind of see him. But uh, he, goes, <laughs> he goes, excuse me, what are you doing? Like that. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like. Okay, I'm uh, trading Bitcoin. That's what I'm doing. And he looks at me really funny for a second. I'm thinking, oh, this guy doesn't know what Bitcoin is, and yeah. he definitely <laughs> doesn't know what trading is. You know, let yeah. me <laughs> let me explain. Of course, he's been doing it for like 30 years, and he's like, <laughs> so I started explaining it to him. And about 11 seconds in uh, into it, he waves me off. And he goes, yeah, yeah, but what's all that? Why do you have so much shit on your screen? That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what? And and then I was, I, you know, I was like, I, I got to be honest with you, man. I, I don't know. I'm drawing lines. I'm throwing chicken bones down. I'm trying to figure <laughs> something out. You know, I'll, I'll try anything that works. I don't know what this is. And he explained to me, he's, he's you know, been trading uh, stocks and futures and all sorts of stuff for like 25 years. Um, and uh, and he, 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 he mentioned like some indicator, Ichimoku Cloud. He goes, it's kind of like Forex, I think. He goes, I don't do crypto, but maybe try that as a good tip. And it helped me out and it helped me calm down and get conviction and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I asked him for his number, if I could text him with random questions. And that's where things kind of started. Wow. A little tiny coffee shop, you know, in the middle of like, you know, wow. North Georgia. I uh, just don't, don't even understand it, how that happened. I always tell people. And they, like, and they went to the dining room that day. Yeah, that's right. Like, mm -hmm. right? That one decision mm -hmm. puts you in a place to have that conversation with him. Yeah. And yeah, Pretty I wonder all the time, you know, and this is as a word, Sonder. You heard the word Sonder? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Just like all these strangers walking past you with lives as complex and interesting and deep and full mm -hmm. of pain and joy as yours. You'll never know it. Never know it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I think about that often. Like, how many, how many Adrianos are we passing every day? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... It happens. Just it's be a beautiful, open. beautiful, uh, just you know, perspective to keep in mind because there could be could be somebody there. I mean, and there are people who have stories like yours where you know they talk to that one person and it changed their lives. I mean, honestly, I have thousands of stories like that because I will talk to the 
Adrianos of the world in the coffee shops. And that op has opened up opportunity for me many, many times, many, many times. So yeah, we just uh, need to be more open-minded. And I know, you know, or just open, like our heart needs to be open. open. I just got really into Harry Styles over the weekend. Oh, I know he's I know he's been around for a while, but I just never, you know, I think I saw him show up to a couple of awards with like, you know, a very feminine blouse. And I was kind of like, who's this guy? But I, but I love fashion. I love men's fashion and menswear and everything. And I was like, wow, this guy's pushing the boundaries like Bowie or Elton John, you know, <laughs> but I just checked him out this weekend. I think he's 27 years old. Like this is a really authentic who he is kind of guy and the other thing i noticed through you know whatever he was on james corden like doing crazy things i was like he doesn't take himself too seriously either and i just think maybe those are the two kind of key pieces right how, how do you stay authentically yourself and not take yourself too seriously that's the sweet spot it seems to me so yeah he kind of blew me away because i just never paid attention to him before but i was like wow what a great role model for, you know, young people to have, you know, or old people to have like myself. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, so, please, 32 is not old. Get out of oh, here. Oh, <laughs> if only, if only. But I wouldn't want to be 32 again because then I wouldn't have to, the, the knowledge that I have now, yeah. I would still be making my 32-year-old mistakes. So. <laughs> Lucas, do you have questions? I've commandeered this whole conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just wanted to point out, um, I, you guys uh, in, in True Trader do the, the morning uh, webinars or the morning like live streams. Um, mm. And those are really fun. I've uh, jumped in the past uh, week or so. Um, and I got to shout out Ricky, man. There's uh, just so much information that he puts out there. Like uh, yesterday you were doing this breakdown of like the one minute candles versus the five minute candles and just the like high, higher lows on that on tiger. Um, it was awesome. Uh, so yeah, they, they, it's, it's so informational and, and talking about risk management as well. Like your, uh, Ricky actually had this, I gotta, I gotta shout it out again. Uh, <laughs> you like shorted it right near the top, but you're like, it did the, just the price action wasn't there for it and it didn't work exactly how you wanted to. So you just like got out just like that. And I was like, no big deal. Right. It ended up, you were almost at the top. It was like, it was, you just got the front side a little bit. And that's, it was, it's like so great to see that for newer traders to see that in action and just being like, I'm, I'm wrong right now. And so just to hop out like that. I'm not going to lie. Being on live stream and like walking traders through trades and stuff gives a certain amount of accountability on, mm. on puts it on me, right? Like I got I think people will tell you, like, man, Ricky's really good at eating a loss. Like, he'll just <laughs> eat the shit and he'll move on because I have to. Like, if, if I don't, then other yeah. people might get hurt because of it. And, like, yeah. and you know, I like to, like, joke about it. Like, it, I do it because of the room. But I, I do that when I'm not live streaming, too. Like, I don't yeah. like to put myself in positions uh, where I, my back's against the wall. You don't want to, like, you don't want to be covering a short because you're forced to you want to cover because it's either at your target or because it's not behaving correctly you don't want to be like one of my mentors he had a joke back in the day he said a margin call is not the correct way to set a stop so, <laughs> that's great yeah. never and heard that you know it. some people that's the way they trade and it's like yeah. dude like i i mean yeah. my my face would have even more wrinkles if i traded that way so. 
I don't see any wrinkles, Ricky. I don't know what you're talking no, about. <laughs> Got a hat on to cover all the gray hair. <laughs> well, it's a little stressful what you do, but I love that, you know, your comfort with taking losses is there because to me, that is what a sophisticated trader, if a sophisticated or, or person who tells you they're an experienced trader doesn't have comfort with loss, I, I, I don't know how the hell you can last. Like you can't we talk about it all the time where it's like, if you look at how insignificant each single trade should be, you get caught up in the moment. Cause you're like, no, I need this trade to work. Well, why you take a thousand trades a year. What, what's so special about this one trade? And like, I know you've interviewed Brian. He's a good friend of mine. And like Brian, Marie. Me and Brian are like, we've been friends for a long time. And I think it blows people's minds when they hear he's got a 30% win rate and he's probably one of the most profitable traders there is out there. And it's like, yep. the reason that is is because he can eat a loss quick and move yeah. on and be like, yep. next, it's, next. it's nothing. To, you can't take trades person. It's just another no. trade. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so glad you spoke about that. I don't think I knew you guys are friends. I don't, I don't yeah. Know I've, I've known him for a while. He's, he's wow. a good one. Wow. How did, where did you guys meet? Or just Twitter actually, but like, uh, we've always just stayed in touch and like we were, um, we've kind of like gone back and forth, like with different strategy type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. He's great. Great pe person, great people. And just, again, somebody who's really comfortable. I, I, so maybe that's, you know, the takeaway from today's conversation. It's like, and, and even you Benito in that moment where Adriana walked over to you and kind of called out your screen and mm -hmm. like how you were doing it. Like you didn't get defensive. You just were like, Hey, that sounds different. I don't know about that. Let me give that a shot. So I maybe that's, uh, I instantly owned how terrible I was at doing it. <laughs> maybe, like maybe that's the secret, secret, you know, sauce to this whole thing is like, how did you just be accept that you are making a mistake or that you haven't nailed it, not take it personally. And then you're able to, you know, pivot accordingly. I think it's about the process, right? It's disconnecting yeah. uh, whatever self-worth you have or anything mm -hmm. to the outcome of a thing you're doing. And instead yeah. ask yourself if what you're doing is in the terms of the process development, the thing that, you know, that you're giving it your all, right? Yeah. Is that what you're aspiring to? So, you know, I, again, I, I'm pretty new to trading myself. Again, you know, just a year and a half, two years of, of doing real trading under under the help of guys like Ricky and, and Adriano and, and Goose. And so every every time I put a trade in for me, it's like success is not, was it green or red or anything like that? Was it, did I follow my own set of rules? Yeah. Am I in the right headspace for this? You know, the, ch the checklist, right? The things yeah. that pay dividends long, long term. And that's not just in trading. It's like in, in life too, I, I think, you know, because um, uh, you know how p some people are, right? And there's probably some people watching this who are like this themselves. Like if they don't win in a thing they're doing, they, yeah. their life and their world can fall apart in that moment. And, yeah. and then it's just an uphill battle. You know, and I'm not saying don't try to win. You know, absolutely right. be competitive, of course. but it's like it's the process to work on. You know, both in all things that you do, whether into yeah. relationships or, or whatever you're into. You know, it's like are you putting it in every day? Am I working on my trading business, or am I just going for the ride? That kind of yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's what well, it seems like to me. What do you make it mean? 
I mean, that's where I think people get into mm. trouble. Traders get into trouble mm. is they make the meaning of the loss of that one trade. They make it mean they're lousy or they're stupid or, or they're lazy or fill in the blank or, you know, in that moment when Adriana walked over to you, like, well, what, what am I dumb that I don't know this? And this guy does know that. Like you didn't make it mean yeah. that you took it, ne <laughs> you took it neutrally, but yeah. not really. Uh, I'm, though, dumb. I'm happy about it. But, but <laughs> Either way, bro. You're, you're <laughs> That's probably, Hey, as much as you want to laugh about that, that makes the best trader. Somebody yeah. that can just know what you don't know yeah. and know that you don't know shit about shit and anything can happen yeah. because so true oh my god the, the most stubborn traders are the ones that have the most struggles like uh yeah. that have the most what struggles are the ones who think well they, they struggle with things because they they think that they're gonna outsmart or uh outwit yeah. the market or yeah. you know impose what they want to happen through sheer will or yeah. strength through their you know I'll just add more. It's like, I still be like, look, is the amount of money you make on this trade from being undisciplined, is that going to subsidize a career of losing money through that un being undisciplined? Wow. Because that's a great question. You, you, it, it's not about this trade. It's about your career. It's about yeah. the, like Benio said, the process. So like you can make, you might, you should have stopped out at 20 and it goes to 21 and you're still in the trade. And then you add, and then it comes back to 20. And what do you do? You make like, I don't know, like theoretical number, you make a thousand bucks, but over the course of your career, if you keep doing that, is that thousand dollars going to cover all the losses from the same thing? It won't, yeah. it will never That's will. Right. That's yeah. right. For sure. For sure. It's, it's, it's learning how to be in that place of unattachment and that place of, you know, neutrality that uh, to me, it feels like, the perfect school or boot camp for uh, consciousness, you know, enlightenment, because it constantly is forcing you to be with what are you attached to? What are you attached to? And every time we're attached, you know, it's probably not going to end well because it's not going to go exactly the way we want it to. And if we don't get a certain level of callus developed to, you know, handle that disappointment and not take it so personally and not take it, make it mean something negative. You know, I, I don't know how you can go the distance here. I just don't. It's, it's tough. I, you know, um, when I think about now, you know, the trading and what I would say to people just thinking about getting into it yeah. is, is the unexpected thing that I found was um, that if, if you want to be great at this, you have to overcome your own shortcomings, uh, your own hangups, your own yourself, right? And like we as a, and I don't know if this is just specific to the US or, or if it's a human nature thing, but we like to run from and convince ourselves that there's nothing nothing to, you know, nothing wrong with the way that we, we are. And for the most part, like, you know, sure, there's nothing wrong with the way you are, but like, you know, if you really examine yourself, are you aspiring to the best you you possibly can? And I'm not talking about trading, like just as a yeah. human being, like yeah. this thing that you're on this journey, are you aspiring to the best version of you? And yeah. when people get into trading, this is what I didn't expect is that you are going to be forced to, mm -hmm. to face that. Right. And people are going to respond to perceived failures 
yeah. uh, a number of ways, they, just the way they do anything else in life, right? right? Like, it's not my fault, it's his fault. It's That's not my right. fault, it's that fault. Like, they might sort of shift blame, they might, yeah. they might or they might, they might realize that the work that they should have been doing their whole lives, they finally have to sit down and do it or not consider this as a career yeah. for themselves, right? Yeah. And that's why um, I, I I also believe that's why risk management is a really helpful tool because yeah. you know if if you're faced with with an option of saying, look, in order for me to get successful at trading, I also have to tackle this dumpster fire that is me first, right? <laughs> and then and then do this other thing that's super yes. duper hard. Boy, that's a big uphill battle. Maybe I don't do it. The nice thing about you know risk management is you can sort of at least for a time sidestep your dumpster fire of yourself yeah. if you have strong risk management and say okay well you know i kind of screwed up on that one but you know i don't really have to dress myself just yet because this thing didn't kill me because i'm doing this other thing right so you remove right. a lot of the emotion a lot of the other things from it and yeah. um and so you know, you kind of mentioned earlier, like what, um, you know, what would you want new traders to, to, to consider yeah. um, is, is this buzzword called risk management. And it's a buzzword until like Ricky said, you blow up your account and then you're yeah. like, Hey, maybe that buzzword means something so <laughs> exactly. take it really seriously. And like, and that's, that's been a hard thing for us to really get into people's heads. Right. It's like, it's almost like people have to go through, uh, you know, some kind of bloodbath before they, you know, finally wake up and go, okay, cool, cool. I finally understand. I got to take this seriously. What did you say again? You know, it's almost <laughs> like they have to do that. And, and it's like, they have to be reborn a little bit uh, mm -hmm. in who they are by, you know, by, by killing this cocky or ego or, or rushed person that they were before they went through that event. I, I'm trying to, I'm still to this day trying to understand like how do we get people to like really take that seriously because it's such a dangerous game that, yeah. that is being played here, but there's tools to make it not dangerous. Yeah. All you have to do, and they're, and they're simple. I mean, Ricky makes it yeah. so simple in the way he does things like in, and you know, uh, shout out to you, Ricky, personally, you helped me uh, do it a few times, but I, I had to go through a extinction level event, uh, <laughs> almost <laughs> yeah. before I took it seriously. And I was like, dude, Ricky's the man. Thank you. Wow. wow. Even if people like Kim was saying, you know, people see on Twitter and they, there's a facade that like some people just have it all figured out and yeah. they're like trading gods and they never lose. And it's not that way. We all, even like the, the most veteran traders have these days where just stuff's not working, stuff's not clicking. We fight ourselves, we fight our, the monkey mentality. The, like we're just, we're human. And so like, you have to understand that, that it, yeah, you might find it hard, but hopefully people don't get it twisted and think like, there's this day you're gonna wake up and everything is better and you'll never struggle again. Like I said, man, it's the hardest job in the world, but that's why we do this. Come, yeah. come to work prepared to, uh, to put in the effort. Yeah, and to be with all those dragons and to realize that as human beings, you know, every, everything that has helped us survive and get to here evolutionary is not going to help you once you start your trading journey. It's the, the reason opposite. the markets work is because of that, that, that dynamic. So true. What you think you're supposed to do is absolutely the wrong thing. <laughs> absolutely yeah. because and that's why the markets work yep 
I'm with you. I'm with you. That's, that's, that's how, you know, and in a way, think about how you will be that outlier if you finally get that memo and you have your risk management. All those people who have not taken the time, energy, or discipline are on the other side of your trades. You have so much better chance of succeeding then if you are the one person who has the risk management in place and the self-awareness enough to realize that that one trade doesn't represent your self-worth. Uh, then you're, you're up against a whole bunch of people who didn't get that memo yet. How, who, who would you bet on? I would bet on that person who's self-aware and neutral and is practicing risk management. I mean, maybe that's how trade, what traders need to do is they need to look and think from the level of, if I were a betting man or a betting woman on a person and I had to pick two people to bet on, who would you want to bet on? Or the people that, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so what didn't we talk about that we should have talked about? Is there anything you guys can think of? Um, I, I think uh, something I'd like the, the trading community to talk about more often that you don't see a lot of is uh, a shift from this, like, especially for newer traders that come into the market that the, this mentality of like that they need to trade small caps. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. guys have noticed that. Good. I mean, Talk we're about so, that, Rick. So big Talk on, about that. Like, when we bring traders over to True Trader, <clears throat> teaching people that like small count doesn't necessarily equal you have to trade cheap stocks. Yeah. Because that's the that's the initial thought process is like, well, I can only take like a hundred shares of a uh, an AMC or some or an AMD. That I go saying a cheap stock. I meant to say right. Um, and so then they see, but then they see the shiny objects that are the the small cap, low floats gapping up big, and they see big percentage changes, and they get big. This is where risk management helps. Is that it, if you understand how risk management works, you understand that those small caps inherently are more dangerous, even though they seem less dangerous because they're cheaper to your account mm -hmm. and not. It's a, such a double-edged sword. Like, well, I can make 20% in like two one-minute candles. Yeah, you can also lose 100% real fast. Like, it, it's a double-edged sword. So, like, I would like to see a shift. There's these people that, that feel like they have to trade them. I can't trade large caps. I don't understand how they move and this and that. You can. You need to stop pigeonholing yourself and, like, telling yourself this lie. Um, it's a stock. They move. They all move via a trend um you'll hear us talk about that all the time it's like stocks only move a certain way and if you can learn how they move you can trade any price and you can actually cut out all those small cap trades and i know it sounds people watching it's like is ricky talking shit on small caps i thought he trades small caps yeah i do but i also understand the danger of them and i see a lot of people get smoked on them get hurt real bad and i think people would give themselves a better chance at longevity if they one learned how to trade some some of the mid cap to large caps that get they're more forgiving. Um, mm -hmm. You don't need to take ten thousand shares of a fifty dollars stock. You could just take you know a hundred, two hundred, whatever. Like yep. you need to start slow, start small, and um, yeah. and then also maybe even consider not day trading. Maybe learn swing trading. Maybe learn like pump the brakes. There's this shiny object syndrome, and it was a, it was uh, highlighted in twenty twenty. So yeah, now 2021's here, the markets have slightly calmed down a bit and people are like, 
oh my God, the market's so slow. It's not slow. Not if you don't know how to trade. Like we have trades every single day. Yeah. There's every single day there's a large cap that will pop or drop a few points into one of our levels and we take a quick few points on it and we're done. First hour of the morning. Uh, high probability level, high probability trade. We have psychology on our side because we know people that are buying that spike are chasing and you know you have a much higher chance of getting a reversion back to a level if you're taking the opposite side of those people's trades you don't have to be trading a five to ten dollar stock that could blow your account up in the blink of an eye now you can learn to but i I like to think that people would benefit from learning first on safer stocks and then applying those same concepts especially the risk management concepts to the small caps and then they might realize like okay crap i shouldn't have been taking that much size on on this stock yeah yep exactly what what do you feel it's just uh shiny object syndrome or do you feel it's because they just don't they're not even educated enough to realize there's other options it's it's two parts it's the percentage gains they see so they mm-hmm. think they can grow their small accounts faster and yeah. it's the fact that there's this misconception that if you only have like a $5,000 account that you, you don't have enough buying power to make mm-hmm. any kind of real money on a 90 to a hundred dollars stock. But the yeah. problem is, is like, listen, like depending on your broker or whatever, like usually most people are getting four to one. If you have 5k in your account, you really have 20k of buying power. Not saying you need to use it, right. but I'm just saying like, you probably can buy a few more shares of, of uh, Apple than you think you can. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, you're able to get a move like you could take you could take 100 shares of a $50 stock that drops four points off the open into like a, a very high probability level like maybe there's uh, the 200 day and daily level right there and maybe something else like a bunch of confluence lining up and you're like man it just dropped four points right in this level 46 bucks you could take just like 200 shares and it pops you know, two points, which retraces half the move it just dropped. Yeah. You just made 400 bucks. Yeah. Meanwhile, you could be taking 10,000 shares of like some uh, $2 stock and literally needing heart medication by the end of the day because like you're just praying it doesn't rip your face off. And like that's part of the thing is like, can you actually trade 10,000 shares of a $2 stock the same way you trade 200 shares of a $46 stock, my, my guess is no. Most people don't have the, um, the, trade, the emotional maturity to, to handle that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. How, how would you say for somebody who's listened to you, hears this, recognizes, wow, I don't have that emotional maturity yet. Where do you point them to develop that emotional maturity in the first place? Um, come over to True Trader. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you come over, like one of the first things you'll hear any of the moderators tell you is like pump yeah. brakes, like yeah. slow down. People are wanting, you know, here's how people think when they start trading, they think I'm going to make X amount of dollars. They don't go, Oh crap. I could lose X amount of dollars. Exactly. That's what we try to focus people on is like, look, dude. Yeah. You, cause they come in, they're swinging for home runs. They want to make two, three, four thousand dollars on a trade. Like, but are you really prepared to lose two, three, four thousand dollars in a trade? And they they don't realize that like everybody <laughs> thinks they're okay with a certain amount of risk until they're yeah. faced with that risk. And what happens when someone's what happens when someone's down two grand? They thought they were okay with it, 
And then all of a sudden they're down two grand, they don't cut the trade. And then it goes to four grand. Then it goes and it spirals out of control. So first thing you'll always hear us tell people is pump the brakes. Like, um, yeah. and I, I'm trying to think if there's like resources outside of like the room that I could point people towards. I'm sure there's like uh, Van Tharp. You can look up anything on Van Tharp. He's like a, the risk management god. Um, yeah. He's got books. There's I'm sure he has YouTube videos. His yep. stuff is highly focused on position sizing. Um, yep. You need man. I wish you guys could all just come over to the room and talk to Goose. Like he'll set you straight on realistic goals. Like yeah. you, if yeah. you really would be okay with just making a hundred grand a year, then why are you trying to make three grand a day? Like, can we not just reverse engineer what it takes to make a hundred grand a year? It's great. If you do that, engineer. then you chop it down to small little blocks and you go, wow, I really don't need to be risking 800 bucks on a trade. I could risk 50 bucks, make a hundred, take a few trades a day and achieve my goals. And what happens is you start to achieve your goals, you start to build confidence, you start to get a little more wisdom, your account grows, and when your account grows, you can risk more. That's right. You gotta learn, it's baby steps. It's not, you don't jump in and, now that's the problem. The stock market is the only place where you can, like, first day on the job, try to hit a Nolan Ryan fastball. You're, you're playing against the pros here, so. That's it, that's it. You gotta know that. How about you, Benito? Where, where would you point them for more emotional intelligence? besides the true trader room, obviously, and all the magical stuff that's there. All Kim Curtin material. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I mean, uh, what a softball, Kim. Yeah, you're on it, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> She's got a lot of stuff out there. I mean, she does uh, Thank you. Instagram live. She's done, she's got all the podcasts. I know you guys got the stuff with, um, She's on TikTok. Uh, Eddie Trade. <laughs> TikTok? Are you on TikTok? I yeah, am on, on TikTok. TikTok. Crazy but slack. true. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I keep trying to bring you into my Instagram lives, Ricky, but you're always, always going to I'm the always gym. I'm like always walking to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't go to the gym today. Skip it. The hell I with today. this. I skipped, I skipped it today. Did you for this? Oh, for so this. thank yeah, you for yeah. doing that. We'll get you on there. We'll get you on there soon. Well, look, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's the same. The concept risk management and our emotional maturity are not the sexy, you know, sexy things to talk about, right? So people want, they want to jump into the sexy part, which is understandable, but without the emotional intelligence and the risk management, they're, they're not, they're not going to last the part in the party long. My, my, my um, recommendation for people like that would be, make that the sexy thing, right? Do you want yeah. to be, do you want to be a flashy trader or a real, a real one, right? Yeah. A, a, a one, you know, a real trader or, yeah. you know, you want to be a poser. That's, yeah. that's, that's the sexy that you need to figure that's out. That's good, right? Benito. That's you know what straight, I mean? Yeah, totally. It's straight up the truth though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, and that, it requires a journey, you know, and you're not going to be Kung Fu master tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to go through, yeah. very hard, you know, regimens. And yeah. that is worth being proud of that. That is, that is, that is hot right there. Yeah. That's, that's your sex. That that's that right. <laughs> Nito just go Paris Hilton on us. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> but 
you know what? Maybe Paris Hilton is on her way back for her second tour. Who knows? Like we, like all these. That's what's so kind of cool is I think what social media. The, the bright side of social media is that you do see people have a second and a third life. You know, it's like, but but welcome to life, right? We all fuck up. We all make mistakes. We're all down and out. And then we have a resurrection, which is the hero's journey, right? Over and over again, you have to go through the discipline, the challenge. You have to have the gravitas of, holy crap, this is real. And be with those hard truths about yourself. Do I want to be a real trader or a poser? Um, and then you're going to fall down and blow up. I mean, how many traders, even at the top of their game, they've had their blow ups. Like, this is part of the journey. It's just not stopping after the blow up. It's keep picking yourself up. Like the skateboarding uh, lesson that you got as a kid, like you would have been laughed at in that skate park if you fell and went home. Yeah. If you didn't get back up, even while your cut was bleeding and go again, that would have been actually the worst thing you could have done. So why isn't it like that in trading as well? You know, just dust yourself off and get back in the game but use risk management yeah, and, like, and emotional <laughs> intelligence yeah. Yeah. you know what stuff. i'm thinking Good ricky stuff. if you're into it um the the risk management videos that you were talking about uh with like setting your goals i'm, I'm gonna go through it real quick and just make sure there's no um, you know, like yeah. proprietary things but like i think that's pretty good general content are you I'm thinking about maybe publishing that one for people uh, to yeah. get since we've been talking about it. It's I think it's just, it does nothing but help. Just does nothing. That's but awesome. Help. Perfect. And then we can get we can put the link in the liner notes on YouTube nice. for the for the podcast. Yeah. Lucas, what were you going to say? Just was saying, yeah, this is this is great. Uh, yeah, really appreciate you guys coming on and all the all the wisdom yeah. you're dropping here for us. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, it's powerful stuff, guys. And, you know, hopefully there's going to be at least one person, hopefully more, that will listen to it and have an aha moment. Like, it, it, it lands eventually. People, if we keep telling them this, eventually they're going to listen. And maybe today's the day for you, listener, whether you're listening on, an iPod, on iTunes or YouTube, you're going to be like, oh, shit, maybe this isn't bullshit and I really do have to have risk management and emotional intelligence. Like, you know, you're just, you're, you just, what is that saying about, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So mm -hmm. until you know, and you have that aha moment, you know, you're, you, but, but the pain and or the cost is going to eventually make you have to be with this hard truth. Right. Yeah. So hopefully you survive and live through it. And don't bankrupt yourself before you get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are doing everything in your power to help people to not go bankrupt and to not bankrupt their souls in addition to their bank account so thank you for all that you guys both do you know for well, and we can, and we so can do more traders. you know we're and we're, we're trying to do more you know it's it's um kind of like i mentioned earlier you know it's uh people trying to get it into their into their heads to yeah. really understand it uh, you'll be seeing us experiment with different formats uh, to help do that um, as we go. Just because, like, it's it's the most heartbreaking thing to see to like show everyone what they need to see. They take it or they don't, and then they yeah. blow up. That's yeah. that's horrifying. Yeah. 
it, it is horrifying, but I think also that you guys care so much too, a true trader for those people uh, and want to make sure that doesn't happen. That is a incredible, uh, that's an incredible anchor. I think you give to everybody there is you, you try to let you put up as many warning signs as possible of how to be careful and not fall in those potholes. Uh, so, you know, it's really well, on the people's. Kids. Right, living lives. I, I would agree. I would agree for sure, for sure. And the other thing you get with True Trader is is also quite a lot of me. So if you like anything I have to say, <laughs> they have let me do. I mean, how many have we done in total, Benito? How many? Uh, let's see. We started with our four uh, core content, and then the Trading EQ one is. I think we're up to uh, twelve now. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought we had done. There's been such a value add to the community. I'm not oh. saying that just to say that. Like it was Thanks, definitely Ricky. an aspect that needed to be covered in the community because to 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 ignore that part of the the learning process is yeah. doing such a disservice, right? So like yeah. we were blessed to find you and bring you over and have you be able to share your wisdom with the community. Thank you. It's really it's been you know, incredible experience for me because, you know, I never did, I did live coaching literally outside the stock exchange back in 2008 to 2009. But besides that, I wasn't doing live coaching, but because of our doing that work, uh, Benito, you know, it, it's escalated now to me doing these live coaching, speak coaching on Instagram live. And, awesome. uh, you know, I get to do it sometimes even with uh, stocks of trade, the steady trade community, but your community definitely, you know, I was a little afraid to do it because I was like, how's this going to go? Like, you know, to coach somebody in real time on a video that gets to be recorded. It's like, well, I hope that goes well. But it's been uh, just the, I, I, mostly I, I walk away from almost every conversation moved to tears because of the person sharing, being so vulnerable, feeling comfortable to be so vulnerable in the first place says so much about the space you've created. And then the encouragement that I see all the people who listen to the person being coached pile on the person. It's like a, a love hug. It's like, wow, these people give such a damn about each other. Mm -hmm. and it's really the, moving. Thing is when, when I talk to them after, afterward and before, a lot of the volunteers do it in, a, in an attempt to serve their fellow members, right? So like wow. their vulnerability comes not from a place purely of, of help me. They definitely have yeah. that. That's what right. they're doing for. But they, you know, a, a part of their calculus to do it is, can I help? Can, maybe this can help somebody else too. Wow. Right. Yeah. And then the, Selfless. And then coming in who end up watching them. They're like, I just binged the mall. And wow. holy crap, like, you know, we get, we get messages after the fact uh, from people who watch things from a year ago. You know, and they're just like, I was going through this guy's journey. Like I was going through, wow. I was, I am going through that. Yeah. And like, thank you so much for having, you know, so it's, it's really, thank you, Kim, for doing that. I mean, it's just, you know, being, so, being, being who you are. Well, thank you. It's been a, it's been an honor and a pleasure. And it also is, you know, made me fall completely head over heels in love with the day trading community because I'm like, God, these are incredible human beings who are so entrepreneurial at heart and are working so hard at uh and just you know have good souls and they want to make it work for themselves for their family for their you know the kids they're going to have in the future if they don't already have them you know um 
there was there's something else there too I wanted to say it just flew out of my head uh, just by way of just the variety of trainers you have as well like it just you seem to have like I want to almost say like this collection of superheroes that like you know Superman can fly you know this one has uh, he, he can hear at a great distance like you you have all these people who have their superpowers and bring that forth to your community it's it's pretty you put it together and Adriana and you both have put together an incredible group of people so well done man thanks Kim oh okay so maybe I have to just circle back to that last question so the the top one or two or three you know one thing that every trader that's new and let me maybe put a caveat of, or even because we have sophisticated traders watch this too what yeah. what would you say is the one or two things that's the most important thing to just keep remembering for, for the journey of trading. Go ahead, Ricky. Um, <clears throat> something uh, that I've learned, and it might sound really cliche, uh, is you're going to have a whole spectrum of mentors throughout your trading career and your journey. Your goal is to take everything that's like, that works from what they teach you from all of them and you combine it into your own what what works for you and so like you end up with like this this uh <clears throat> crock pot full of different things you've learned from all these mentors over the years and it becomes what you are and like you have to understand that every single person that is a mentor to you is just the same way right they've taken everything they've learned from all their mentors and so like that's exactly what my journey has been, but it's also what I'm trying to impart on other people is make sure you take, take away, learn something from everyone. There's traders that think that they don't have any value to add because yeah, like, they're yeah. maybe they don't have as many years under their belt. Like Benito, you'll hear him always talk about, I've only been trading for two years. Yes, man. There's always some value that you can impart on somebody. And Beautiful. so when, that, when you meet people, listen. Yeah. Listen yeah. and, and take away some value from them because everybody yeah. has something you can learn from them. Yeah, it's beautiful, Ricky. That's such good advice for not just trading, but for life, actually. That is just true for life. Everybody's got a lesson they've learned that they can teach you if you're open enough to, or humble enough to realize, you know, everybody can teach you something. Yeah. Including people that you perhaps don't see initially the value that they actually have hidden underneath whatever they're going through. What do you think, Benito? Uh, well, I spoke to it earlier, you know, um, yeah. focus on your process, right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I would say. And it's, it's yeah. not the fun answer. It's not going to yeah. be the fun answer. The, you know, people want their Lambo tomorrow kind of thing. And, or, or they're in a really sticky financial situation and they yeah. need, they need a Hail Mary to get out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's a dangerous place to go from and that's probably not trading is not going to be the the savior to you right uh in that way but yeah. it it will force you to be a better you you know the best version of you or the worst version of you right that's going to come out of it and that's you know that's my perspective on on all of this is be is be ready to put in the work on yourself uh if you want to see the, the success that you want and the success you want will come later it's not going to come tomorrow yeah yeah good advice sobering advice and true advice so hopefully you guys will all if you're curious to learn more uh you know 
go visit True Trader. Go hit up Benito to understand what it will take for you to be part of that community. But uh, I can't say enough good things about all of all of everything I've seen within that community. Uh, the way you guys show up for each other, the education you give, all of it. It's really impressive. So thank you for having it and being part of it and for coming on my podcast. I'm honored to have you both here. This was awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Let us know what you think. Hopefully we'll have lots of comments. Uh, The comments really matter on YouTube, people. So we need more chatty commenters, please, on our podcast. You guys go in there and make some comments. Go easy on me. Go easy on me. Yeah. Well, let's let's say some really controversial things. How about that? Yeah, that maybe, maybe that's what we need yeah, to do. Cut this part to the very beginning. We didn't, we didn't touch on politics or religion, so uh, yeah. maybe we should. Maybe that's my mistake. I'm not getting controversial enough. I'm being too civil about it all. Uh, well, just thank you guys so much. And uh, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, I I want people to just walk away from this just feeling a little bit more awake and aware. And I think you guys have a really great, you guys do it in such a way that it's encouraging and uplifting. So thank you for that too. All right. So we'll close it up now. Thanks for watching us. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys the next time on the Wall Street Coach Podcast. Thank you for listening. Aloha. This has been the Wall Street Coach Podcast with K-Man Curtin. You can find out more about her and her team online at thewallstreetcoach.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you for listening.